0: This is Troy Baker and Nolan North. And you're listening to My My Xbox Xbox and Me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah.
1: Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 166. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside Gatorade's Get Hype Moments,
0: the man himself, Snowbite Mike. How are you, Snowbite Mike? How's things? I'm up. I'm feeling great. We had a wonderful holiday season. We're going to wrap it up right now with some champagne toast, oh my some God. all-night streams until somebody passes out. Yep. For the brand new new year, 2019, here we come.
1: So, yeah, for those who don't know when we're recording today, we're recording the 31st of the 12th 2018 or the 12th of the 31st 2018, depending on what part of the world you're from. You guys do dates weird in America. Um, so, tonight is New Year's Eve. Uh, I will be streaming on my channel, twitch.tv slash fixer If you're a Patreon supporter watching this straight away, go there now because this is probably about time you probably got it. Uh, for Mike, Mike, you're not streaming tonight, right? Because you've got like
0: 20,000 things to do. This is what a real <laughs> no. host looks like, guys. Here we go. Talk to him, baby. No streaming for me. I got to get up. I got to go to my normal <laughs> job up on the mountain. It's been mayhem all, you know, past couple weeks long. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go down and I'm going to host the two mega parties at Mont Blue Resort Casino and Spa. So there's two big things that happen in this town for New Year's. You're either at Snow Globe with all the Wampers out mm-hmm. there. That's an all ages event. Or you're over at the Casino Corridor for the 21 plus party. And I <laughs> have the honor to go host the It All Glitters in Gold. Mont blue party so i'm very excited i got my snazzy suit on okay i got my tie i'm ready to rock right. and roll i'm gonna rip the mic tonight
1: so for those who can't be there in person obviously i suppose we're gonna see some of this on the instagram
0: oh you're so gonna pin, see pin, a lot pin, of it what's, on the, the instagram? what's the instagram
1: Man, Instagram.com slash Snowbike Mike. I think. I don't know. I've never pimped it. Okay, there you go. Well, there you go. That's what I think it's that. It's, I'm pretty sure it's Mike. We're good. We're good. Um, yeah, so Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I hope you all had a great one. Uh, the show don't stop around here. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we don't care. Where we're recording. Uh, let's get into the rigmarole. If you want to get the show early, head over to Patreon.com slash MCI. Fixer, uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channels, youtube.com/slash mcfixer, youtube.com/slash My Xbox and Me, and of course, youtube.com/slash Snow Bike uh, Find us on iTunes, like Google Play, and of course, Spotify. The show goes live every Friday over there. And the big one, and the new one uh, in 2019, we're bringing back community game nights uh, for the My Xbox and Me community. I'm not sure if it's going to be a My Xbox and Me thing or an MC Fixer thing. Whatever, they're both the same goddamn thing, if I'm being honest with you. Um, so the whole thing is, every the last Saturday of every single month, uh, we will do a community game night, get everyone together, get everyone in a party chat, because I took some feedback from last year. Like, last year I was very much, Discord only, and I was like, okay, cool. Some people don't have Discord, some people don't can't do it, so this is going to be an Xbox party, everyone has a microphone, everyone can jump in. Even if you have a bad microphone, I'll just mute you because I can't stand muting mic. I can't stand echoing mics. But get in, get involved. I'll be streaming it live, so I've got my diary here. Look, got my 2019 diary, Mike. You know, it says 2019, Ooh, one year, ah. 365 opportunities. So yeah, uh, where are we at? Uh, January. Yeah, so the 26th of uh, January. That's the 26th of January at 8 p.m. GMT. I don't know what time that is for you, Mike. I'm sorry. I I, I just don't know. If you can make it, you're there. If you're not, you're not. Either way. Uh, We're going to do 8 till 11. It'll probably be later than that. But I want to do set parameters so people know when to put their kids to bed. So, that is that. So, I don't want to hear, Mike. I don't want to hear from the audience. Fix, we didn't get enough time. It's 2018 still where I'm at. I've given you a whole year's notice. That's not quite how time works, but still. Um, but, yeah, so be there. 26th Halo 5 uh, will be playing because everyone keeps bitching about how I forgot to do that one. And uh, we'll get on with that. All right? All right? Yeah, everyone happy now? We're all happy? i'm into it i'm happy let's get into what's been in our box mike what have you been playing this week my friend
0: speaking of halo 5 i've been playing a lot of halo 5 let me tell you what we got the squad together and we've been ripping we've been fragging we've been shooting and we've been bashing people it's so much fun fix it's one of those you know, I, we're kind of hitting that holiday low mm-hmm. where there's a lot of games out, but sometimes you maybe don't want to catch up on your backlog. Yep. Maybe sometimes you don't want to go out there and get that newest indie game that just dropped. Yep. So it's nice to have something to munch on and something nice for the community wants to play it all with you. I have yeah. a lot of friends that will play Halo with me. And so we've been playing a lot of Halo 5, enjoying it from big team battle to Fiesta mode to ranked mode. It doesn't matter. We're jumping in and we're ripping it up. And uh, that's been pretty much everything i've been playing this week it's been a pretty fast and furious week for yeah. me like you talked about before so i haven't had much time to game hopefully in 2019 that will all change
1: oh i'm sure it will i'm sure it will yeah no i woke up sick i've been sick all week um so i woke up sick at like five o'clock in the morning and i'm like oh, i wonder who's live i'm like Snowbite, by mike's live all right let me see what's uh uh He's playing Halo. I don't know if I care anymore. I did care. I jumped in, said hello. Watching you play, it was actually, it's actually fun watching people play. You'll see me play it this month just so everyone can shut the hell up. All right? And then it's done. Once it's done, it's done. So I don't have to do it ever again. So I'm very happy about that. Um, yeah, I haven't played much this week, if I'm honest with you. It's been I'm playing FIFA. I've been watching Castro, uh, a Twitch streamer. He's probably one
0: of the bigger FIFA Twitch streamers. You know who he is? Oh, I love Castro. Yeah. He's probably, he's in my opinion, the biggest FIFA streamer. Yeah. I'm sure there might be like some pros. There's that probably are bigger someone, than me, but yeah. When it comes to community, it comes to fun, it comes to high yeah. level gameplay. He's the man to watch for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, so I've moved the TV. So, okay, so for those who don't know, I bought a new TV. So, oh, Mike, let me tell you a whole story I forgot. So, okay, bought a new TV, didn't I? So I bought a new, a new TV. I bought it. Uh, not for it's not a work thing it's for the front room blah 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 blah. so i bought it when it was on black friday sale right so i'm like all right cool got myself a good deal i checked the website again and they put it down a hundred pound more so i'm like hold up a minute hold up a minute so you know me i'm like what the hell this is a joke i'm getting angry i'm not gonna lie because i don't like wasting money and i've been i've been waiting to buy this tv for it to go down and down and and it dropped another hundred pound like what the hell's going on so i ring up head office i'm like yo Uh, The TV I bought, like, a week ago, or I think it might have been two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, it's gone on sale, £100 more. He was like, yeah, just go in the store, they'll price match it for you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. Get to the store, they're like, oh, yeah, we only price match on TVs um, seven days after you've bought them. I went, nah, 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 nah. You must, I didn't say this, but in my head, I was like, you must not know who I am. I'm a hustler, baby. So I I was like, I went, go get your manager. I was like, go get the manager. I'm not playing with you today, young man. I'm sorry. I said to him, I said to him politely, I was like, look, I know this is not your fault. I know this is not your fault, but I need you (laughs) to go get your manager. And he was like, there's nothing he can do for you, sir. I was like, go and get your manager. It's like, all right. He walks off. I see someone I know who works there. And I'm like, and I saw him when I bought my TV as well. And I'm like, bro, I bought this TV. It's gone sour again. And he's like, oh, yeah, but it's not seven days. I went, bro, you need to sort this out. And he was like, no, no, no. he was like, all right, cool. Then the other guy walked back over. He's like, oh, don't worry. My manager said they'll do it for you. I'm like, bro, I'm not putting the place out on blast. But you know where I bought it from. Be careful out there, buyers. Be careful. If you buy I'm not buying anything during Black Friday no more. I'm done. I'm not doing it. They've proven to me that the sales after Black Friday are better than the bloody sales in Black Friday. Never again, Mike. Never again. Wasn't happy. To get back to my original point, I've moved the big TV uh, from the bedroom that I had in the office space over here. So I've got a 42-inch now on my wall in between mine and Hegley Sutter, which are next to each other, the TV here. Oh boy, I'll show you guys one day. But it's looking good. It's looking good. I'm looking at you on a 42 inch right now. You look beautiful. Extra lighting for me. Look all this light. You can see me. I'm, look, I'm still mixed race. You can see all the people ain't got a clue what's going on. But yeah, so we were watching Castro last night. Uh, he was trying to get Pogba, and uh, he was reacting to the Manchester United game. And I was like, bro, this guy's so entertaining. Like just watching him, his energy, everything. So I start playing a bit of FIFA again. I'm like, yeah, this is this is good i'm feeling fifa played that i played Fortnite still a little bit here and there where i'm like uh but I th- so this is the big one this is where i have got to have a moan again and this is a real one so they added in a new mode mic called uh ground game which is Fortnite. you can only you, can, you still get materials to build but you only get 30 wood 20 brick 20 metal So it pretty much, all you can really use it for is blocking bullets. And obviously you run out quicker, so you're destroying barriers. And you've got to actually hide behind trees and hills and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, this is the Fortnite that I want. I can't build. I'm not quick enough. But I love the emotes. I love the art style. I love that part of the game. I hate the building. This was like the perfect balance for me. Because you can still build little ramps and jump. And there was little parts, but it wasn't... It wasn't the way it is where like you get in a fight and there's some little 13 year old like building above your head, trapping you in. It's like, no, it wasn't none of that. And I was very happy. And they took the mo that in 12 Ooh. hours. So it, it actually what? works out about 24 hours. But I didn't know this. So I'm like, bro, boys, this is my game. I'm in. I'm playing this until Resident Evil 2 comes out. Let's go. I love it. I've got people in my chat like, oh, my God, Fortnite with, without building, was what we're calling it. But that's not technically true. Um oh my God, I can't wait, this is going to be so much fun. I'm like, it is so much fun, come play it with me. So me, Penguin, uh, I was getting Hayley to install the game because she can't build very well. We're just going to go play. And literally, after our match at around, I think it was about 12 o'clock GMT, the mode is gone. And I have the biggest hissy fit you'll ever see on stream I've ever had. I'm pretty sure someone clipped it. Where I'm just sitting there, like, I'm just like, no, no, not happy. I'm not happy i was just i was so 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 disappointed they've got to re-add it i'm but i think by the time they re-add it i'm gone i'm gone they had me mike they had me this was about to be me and my mode and everything and they lost me what were they thinking
0: you know that's an interesting one there fix because they do such a great job i'll give fortnite that of like trying new things whether it be the soaring 50s, you might be playing 50 on 50. You might uh-huh. be playing 20 on 20 on 20. Shotguns only. You might only. be able to redeploy, shotguns only. They've had so many fun game modes that you could truly play over its lifespan. That sounds a little odd to me. We only got, let's say, 24 hours. I think it was... Normally, it seems about a week, maybe two weeks yeah. to play these things. But that's too bad. I bet you it will come back because everybody knows. Yeah. We've always had this discussion. They want to have that tactical feel like mm-hmm. PUBG... Like any other shooter, where it is no more building, it's just you versus me on the gunplay. But at the same time, Fortnite is Fortnite because mm-hmm. of the building. Yep. So I don't think it will ever become a permanent mode. But I do hope that you get it for another seasonal event. I'll call it. But
1: I don't. The thing I don't understand. I'm with you, and you make perfect sense. Yeah, you make perfect sense. Where it's like that's what Fortnite is. It is. But for people like me, and there, there's clearly enough of us out there. That don't enjoy the building enough. I almost bought the Battle Pass. This is the first time I've almost bought the Battle Pass. Because I've been playing it enough that I was like, you know what? And then they added this mode. And I was like, yo, if this mode's here, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to play this mode. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to enjoy my emotes. I'm going to enjoy it. And then they took it away. I was like, what? Well, it doesn't make sense to me when they do these these timed modes. Like... I get it for, like, shotguns only and even the 50 v 50, but something as important as this, which was all they do is it means they remove the, the, uh, what they call The vending machines. The vending machines are not in the game. Everything else is exactly the same. Everything else. It's like, ah, it just really annoyed me. I just don't understand why they removed it so quickly. I think they're going to see the fans outcry. I'm hoping for it because there was actually a lot of people like, oh, that's, that's a shame that's gone already. Um, but I guess we'll
0: wait and see. So. Well, I also have a question for that. You know, you talk about that, and you, I'm sure the fans will bring out an outcry. I actually think the opposite. I just don't think Fortnite is truly built for that when I remember and think about my Fortnite experiences. Like with PUBG and any other game that we've played in this Battle Royale genre, there's a lot of cover. And when I mean cover, I mean, like, trees and rocks that don't disappear after getting shot at. There's a lot of houses. In Fortnite, it is mainly all of those objects are either destructible, oh, destructible or you can yeah. shoot right through mm-hmm. them eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's very odd to think of, like, hey, like, you're not going to be able to build much. You should use that, you know, tree as cover. But after a couple of shots, it's going to be gone. So I think maybe they have to think about the repercussions of that and be like, okay, how do we rebuild a game that would have those kind of items maybe stay in the long term instead of being so quick and destructive.
1: See, I think it works. Like when I played it, playing it, it actually worked. It was like, all right, cool. Here's your 30 you you've got, you've always got enough mats because you've always, you're getting your 30 wood, always. You're always getting your 30 wood. So what you might do is it's a case of you're, run- you're-, you're getting shot at, okay, cool. So you'll build like a couple of walls to stop yourself getting shot. They're getting shot at, cool. But you're sort of building to the next barrier. And then you'll get to a tree, which is eventually going to get shot at. Yeah, but by the time you've hit it three times, you've got your thirty wood again. So then you're on the move again. So you might be running at them. You might be, and it just made for a different type of game. It made for a more, a more PUBG like, but more quicker pace. Way qu- more quicker pace that so you couldn't just stand behind a tree and clip around it every two seconds. It just made for an enjoyable, enjoyable Fortnite mode for me personally. Just like it made Fortnite so much more fun. Like. I know we're, we're, the, the, we're the minority. We're not the little kids that enjoy the building. We're not the, the ninjas or the tifus who can build. We are the subgenre of that. So why not just let us be the subgenre? Like this would 100% be my January game. I would have just kept playing this all the way through. Now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll put, go back to PUBG. I even considered turning PUBG back on. I was like, well, it's got a new map. I haven't got a part with someone building over me. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm like, "Eh, maybe, maybe we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Mm.
0: No, I like what you said there. And, you know, that's actually interesting (laughs) instead of, hey, let's clip behind this tree or rock for a five minute showdown. It is. I'm going to build over to this tree. I might take the resources right away and then continue to build. I didn't think of it like that. But, you know, I think they're going to hear the fan outcry. They might work around it. Maybe you'll see trees and rocks that have more health and aren't as quick to be destructible. That would make sense. And maybe we'll see that kind of be added into the mode. Uh Because it's definitely a different game, you got to think. That is meant to be, hey, quickly beat it down or shoot through it and let's keep building and moving as the Fortnite branding game. So to build something new, they almost have to build a different kind of, you know, area or obstacle. I wish you played it. I think you would be surprised.
1: I think you would be surprised of how
0: well it translated over, honestly. Well, I played the snow map on PUBG. Uh, Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. I was in my element. I mean, I put my parka on, and this map is cool fixed. I don't know if you've played it yet or not, but of course, just like any other map, just like Fortnite, they have such cool areas to go drop into, awesome landmarks Mm -hmm. to go check out. There's a giant castle. There's a Jurassic Park Dino Park. Oh, yeah. There's a giant missile launching rocket station. It was a lot of fun. It was a cool time. And definitely the mechanics of the snow and the ice. When you get in a vehicle that's not the new snowmobile, your car whips around. It's tough to keep traction. It's like playing Forza all of a sudden. And you got to have some real good skills in the car to try to go any sort of distance on the snow. And I had a good time. You can definitely tell when you take time away from that game, you're going to get slapped around. Because there's somebody who's been playing hundreds of hours ready to rip your face off. And, man, that was a lot of fun. That was a great one to get into. I think it's
1: learning the matter, again, isn't it? I, I went back. Uh, <laughs> I went back a little while ago, just for a couple of matches, and I was like, why is everyone running around with umps? Like, the ump was a trash gun. Oh, wait, now the ump's the best gun. The M4 is not. I'm like, oh, God, now I have to learn the whole matter again and what gun's the best for this and what gun's the best for that. And learning the whole routine again and that game being so sound orientated obviously that like learning it all again is hard but it is a good game it's not it's a shame it runs poorly on console and it still runs poorly on console i'm hearing people telling me um but it is a good game it is a good game you can't you can't say it's not so it hasn't made the groundbreaking to talk about playstation for just a second it hasn't like i thought it was going to come to playstation and be like i thought it would at least hear about it i haven't heard anything about it from playstation fans
0: i know minimal people that are playing it on playstation that even talk about it i yeah. haven't heard anybody even dwell on this i think fortnite captured that audience and has kept it a little bit too late to yep. go over to playstation people already know the bugs h1z1 kind of caught that you yeah know, smaller audience that was like hey i don't like fortnite i'm gonna try something different yeah and that you know went its way but yeah that's too bad over there on the playstation side but like you said fixed. it is a fun game it has its issues but i can tell you man nothing feels better than being in a top 10 scenario in that game yeah i agree with Four friends and trying to do something crazy it's the heart's
1: pumping the heart always pumps with that game always uh yeah other than that Fortnite, fifa that's it for me um so let's jump in straight into what is topic of the show this week uh, we got an email coming which i thought was a great one we had this a couple of weeks ago so i thought i'd save it for this week um so this one says hey mate <clears throat> we suggestion for next week's podcast you said about doing your game of the year which would be would be ideal to hear also a wee look back at 2018 and maybe a segment on the on looking forward uh, to 2019 both games and if you have some ideas what you're looking for from the community just a suggestion cheers eldozo eldozo thank you so much for the email appreciate it um so yeah let's let's start off this one with looking back in 2018 mike Good year, great year, or amazing year for gaming?
0: Oh, my gosh. Amazing year for gaming. So many awesome games. We talked about <laughs> it when we talked about the Game Awards and what we kind of yep. represented from Game of the Year to Best Action RPG, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. This was a year packed full of games and a year that really expanded my gaming you know, repertoire, we'll call it, and I think really hit on everything that all gamers want, whether it be Monster Hunter with a deep... Dive into an RPG, whether it be Celeste, The Messenger, Dead Cells with that roguelike Castlevania, you know, smash them up, dive quick, and then get back into the game. To your big meaty games like Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead Redemption, everything in between, this was such a wonderful year for 2018 for gamers
1: yeah for me it's a case of i'm like the opposite of what you just said i did the thing i didn't want to do this year my new year's resolution was to play some more smaller games and check out more indie games and reach out to more devs and duh, 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 duh. and again i didn't i played rainbow six for 600 hours and, that's it. and yeah. honestly, it's a shame because it's a shame in one way and it's great in another. Rainbow Six is a great game. I love playing it. I have a ton of fun playing it. So that's a great thing. On the other side of it, it does mean that I only really hit the big AAA games um, because I just don't find time for others. That being said, lucky enough, I'm launching a new podcast Today. I'm recording the episode straight after this, called From the Gamers, uh, which is where we're going to talk about all consoles, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, everything. Um, so go over there, check it out. It's uh, From the Gamers. Uh, you'll find it on YouTube, SoundCloud, everywhere. But we'll talk about it once it's out. Um, but yeah, so it's, it'll be nice to be able to to play other things, which means I'll be able to check out more games, I think. I think my schedule's changing this year for Twitch. I'm only doing 7 till uh, seven till twelve. Um, live streams. They're doing more than live streams, which I'm hoping that in passing will give me more time to play more games, so I'll have be able to do more reviews and stuff like that. So, but yeah, to answer your question, 2018 was a great year for gaming. Great year. Felt like there was something for everybody. Literally, like I don't think you could say, oh, they didn't. No one made this type of game this year, or no one. There were more eights, nines, tens than any year that I can remember, that interested me as well. Um, even a game like Red Dead Redemption, I appreciate the qualities of what it had. It wasn't the perfect game for me, but still a beautiful, that told a really interesting story um, with some problems. But it still shows how great that game was that I want to talk about it. A bad game you don't want to talk about. Even with the hiccups, like obviously for me, you had Sea of Thieves, you had State of Decay, which were two games that I was so ready for. And unfortunately, wasn't for me in the end because Static Decay had bugs and they didn't implement the multiplayer the way I wanted them to. And Sea of Thieves just felt very content-like. Now look at both those games. Star Decay 2 is fixed in its gameplay and camera problems, not the co-op stuff that I had a problem with. But so you can know, go play that game now with free DLC, with a great updates, with better looking. It's Everything's great over there. So cool. Let's go back and check that out now. And then Sea of Thieves has just been taking step after step after step, after I've been hearing, of adding content. I was watching uh, Fremily play um, on Twitch, and I was like, oh, this game actually... Looks quite interesting finally. Like it still to me seems very content like, I mean, like the maps you go into and stuff like that, but there is more to do. So, yeah, I feel like it's not only a great year from a launch point of view, but updating games and uh continuing to feed communities with content. Every dev team's done a great year, so yeah, that's
0: great. I love that, and this year for me is really headed by Xbox Game Pass. That's when I think about 2018. I think about my subscription service with Xbox Game Pass and how many games that I got to try, play, and fall in love with that I never would have tried without this service. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of Laser League, Mutant Year Zero, Sea of Thieves, like you talked about, you know. There's are so many games in that 100-plus game selection that you can choose from, that you can fall in love with, that you can play and put away if you never want to play it again. And man, the year of 2018 for me wraps up with Xbox Game Pass and how incredible that service was.
1: Yeah. I mean, from a, from a Xbox fan point of view, Xbox Game Pass for me is a must-buy at the beginning of 2019. If you don't have Xbox Game Pass, buy it because you know that you're going to get cracked down. You know that you're going to get Gears of War. Those two games alone maybe you're not interested in those games but for me as someone who tries to play everything those two games alone are 60 pound each game pass for the year even if you did it monthly is 120 i think sound like that plus everything else you're getting hellblades in there now which i need to play just there's so many great games in there that i could name newton year zero a blow ashen so much so much. I feel bad for your boy Mike. Look at him. Look at your boy Mike. I feel bad for him <laughs> having to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to do this show. I'm sorry, Mike. I love you. Uh, but yeah, it's been a great year. Looking forward to 2019, Mike. What? Where are you at? Like, what? If I said to you, hand on your heart right now, what is your most anticipated game for 2019? What would it be?
0: Anthem. Oh, down three. No, one game. Don't okay, be. Don't be. Don't. Game, be, don't if you game, had to go no one, what th- would you? We'll go through the rest. But if you had to go one game, what would it be? One game, just Snowbike Mike right yeah. there. It's got to be Anthem. Got it. The hype behind this, the knowledge of what we know, the you know, the mindset of what could be. Yeah. We all are imagining a destiny mass effect baby. That could be one of the best games to ever play with friends. Will it be true? Will it not be true? We don't quite know, (laughs) but we do know there's a groundswell in this community of Anthem community right now that are working together, that are talking together, that are really hyping this game up. And I think if you want to look at 2019, I have some mixed feelings about them, but I know one thing Anthem is going to be the biggest check mark on my list of, is this game going to live up to the hype and the expectation or will it crumble? What are my thoughts on that?
1: Mm. Mm. I think mine's an easy one. Obviously, Resident Evil 2 uh, remake, that coming out. I played through the whole of Resident Evil 1. Um, Resident Evil 2, sorry, the other day. And my second disc is broke, Mike. And I was like, I can't play through Claire. What do I do? I was like, oh, man, this sucks. But that's what happens when you've got old games. But yeah, I... um. Resident Evil 2, obviously, that would be the number one game for me. And then looking forward, like you were going to, um, I'd go Anthem, Division 2. Division 2, for me, is, is everything mm. that Mike just said um, about Anthem in the division world. Third person, which to me is the most important thing. I know Anthem's third person as well, but um, it's my division, uh, my destiny. Destiny is my division type thing. Um I can't wait. What I played was just... When I played, it was more Division, which is exactly what I won. Um, when they announced the, the DLC being free, which is so important because it doesn't segment all of the, the player base like the Division 1 did, unfortunately. Um, I've said that I'm going... I'm With Twitch streaming this year, I'm going to be taking it. I'm only going to play like three games a year. I'm not being a variety streamer anymore. So for me, it's Anthem, Division, and then we'll see what the third one is. Probably Siege, if I'm honest. But... Um, I can't wait for Division 2, man. I really, really can't. And to have... To take it serious and actually play it and be the Andrew and A's that does Destiny when events happen. And like this is going to be my game where it's like I'm going to have multiple characters on multiple platforms and I'm going to be playing it with multiple people trying to help them through raids and whatever else they've got in store for us. I just can't wait. But you talking about Anthem, it's actually the game that me and Hayley, we've changed our setup and stuff. And I said to her, it's like she wants to save more money and she wants to get healthy. I was like, cool, this is what you do. To save more money, buy Anthem. She was like, what? I was like, just play games. You'll save so much more money because you're going to pay the £60 for the game. Yeah. But you're also going to sit indoors for 150 hours where you're not spending money. And she's like, that actually makes sense. I was like, this is how I save money, which is not a lot of money, but I save it because I don't have to, I don't go out. I'm not drinking. I'm not this, I'm not that. And she's like, i might actually do that i was like okay i've got myself a co-op partner at least so that's really fun so i'm looking forward to playing through that with hayley and um, was watching some gameplay on youtube the other day she's like it looks complicated i was like you'll be fine i promise i will help you free you'll be fine she's like all right cool let's give it a go i was like so i can't wait for that you said crackdown 3 is that actually i know i know you are hyped for it
0: but I, can, I can, am it, can it actually free. deliver I think if it li- if it lives up to that arcadey, dumb, campy, RoboCop mindset that I want it to be with mm-hmm. Terry Crews cracking one-liners, it's going to live up to all of my expectations. We've talked about it before. Yes, I hyped this up. But at the same time, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. I hope you, the audience, know what you're getting into. This is an Xbox Game Pass game. This is not a, hey, go spend $60 on this and expect something that you're going to play for six months like Fix Just Listen with two big-time games. games." This is like, hey, you're going to play this on Xbox Game Pass. You're going to have a good time for about a week to a month at the most, Most, and then you're going to be past it. But I am excited to check out that multiplayer, that That five-on-five, fully destructible arena. That looks cool. Could be interesting. Could be fun. Definitely going to add to that extra gameplay and that extra game time that I would put in there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, really touch on, You know, I think you hit it well with Division 2, and I'm excited for that one as well. And definitely Division and Anthem, both, you know, that kind of service game where it's going to live on New for granders. a long time. I really hope that they've learned from the past, from Division 1 yeah. with not enough endgame content right off the start mm-hmm. that kind of had everybody – just munching, diving right into it, like anybody does with those kind of games. And then quickly, like, well, there's nothing more for us to do. We're done, you know, unless you want to just keep dying in in the dark zone. (laughs) And so, yeah, I felt like Division had such a great run for me at the beginning, and then there was that hard moment of, like, well, there's nothing more for us to do. There's no DLC. And everybody kind of left it, and the diehard stayed. I hope they learn from that. I hope Anthem is the same way of, like, seeing what happened, with Destiny 1 and 2 right there, and then seeing what happened with the division. We gotta have a good strategic game plan of what this looks like. How do you keep people engaged? And you know that these guys are gonna rip through your video game within the first week Week. to month, and they're gonna be maxing this out. You gotta be ready with some end game content to keep me wanting to come back each and every time. I know Fix said it well. He wants to play with you, the community. He wants to make new builds. He wants to go through that. That's awesome. That's not what many casual players like myself want to do. And Fix knows that. I'm just making the point of, like, you got to appeal to us, the casuals, of, like, when I rip through your game, there better be something cool for me to do. A raid like Destiny had where it's, like, it feels big. It feels like it's an event that we all get into. If I jump in and there's not much to do, we're quickly moving past that game. And you got to keep that player base engaged before people start segmenting off. Yeah, you, no,
1: you hit the nail on the head there, dude. Honestly, I totally, one hundred percent agree with you. The 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 thing for me is I, which I said to Crash this year, is like I need to. From the problem is. There's a difference between this podcast where I talk about everything, which is dope. I get to talk about all games you know, from Twitch. Twitch has been for me, I've been on Twitch now for three years. I think this will be my fourth year. And the growth has been so slow. And it's like, all right, cool. I need to start committing to one game and just grow off of that. So for me, I said to crash it's like, okay, cool. I need to learn to gamify games. Nah, where i'm like oh well today guys we're gonna be doing pistols only in the dark zone and yes we're gonna die a lot but it's gonna be a ton of fun it's like stuff like that where i'm hoping i can even stretch out the game even longer than what we need devs to so yeah should be interesting should be interesting yeah
0: and so I have my 2019 watch list right mm-hmm. up on the board. You got you got Devil May Cry 5. You have Far Cry New Dawn. Mm-hmm. You know, Devil May Cry, we've talked about it. I'm interested. I love that look to it. I tried the demo, had a good time with it. It was short. It was quick. It was easy. Yeah. This one would be fun for me as somebody who's never played a Devil May Cry. This is like Final Fantasy 15 to me. If we're like, God, oh, yeah. you've captured my uh, eye with okay. what you're doing there. I like this setting. I like what's happening. I'm willing to give this a try now. i
1: tell you what. That's a really, really good comparison right there. Where it was like Final Fantasy. I'm similar with Final Fantasy where I was like, oh, whatever. And then my game share about 15. I was like, oh, I actually quite like this. That's a really, really good comparison of um, the two where it's like, oh, it's a game. Long history has not quite 15 games, but long history has its found base. And it's actually piqued your interest and you're willing to give it a try now. And I feel like they've added new characters, but they're still old characters and they're going to tell a decent story there as well. So, yeah, that's actually a really good comparison
0: be a good time you know far cry everybody's excited for yeah. that i know fix is happy yeah. about it i know a lot of people are happy that's gonna be another one up on your list people are gonna play that keeping it going of course kingdom hearts 3 of course nonstop hype about that that's coming out in january yep one that i've been preaching from the rooftops is metro exodus very excited for this one I can't, wait. can't wait to just get it going and that's one of those that's a story driven game like we always talk about Of like you're gonna get through that you're gonna be done with it you might come back for dlc you might not, but you're going to be over with it. Mm-hmm. Another one on the watch list, The Outer Worlds from our team out there that was announced, uh, Obsidian. This is going to be exciting if this comes oh, out this year or not. The full but guys. it's on the watch list yeah. right now for 2019. And definitely something of like, is will it, will it not? How yeah. does this really play out? I'm very excited likes the look from Game Awards. I told you that. I thought it still looked more of a, you know, Fallout 4-type engine-type look to it. But it's going to be fun no matter what. We know that. But I want to know, what's the engine like? Is it from Fallout New Vegas? They've been building it for a long Or is this thing new, updated, graphically pushing it like we wanted from Fallout 76, Fallout fallout 4 what does this truly look like you know
1: you know i for me the the outer world just it looked like a better looking fallout and for me where a a year where we didn't in my head we didn't get a fallout because i didn't play fallout 76 um and because that wasn't the game i wanted to play um it's like oh cool a fallout a fallout game doesn't have the fallout name but a fallout game open world gonna tell me a story i'm gonna interact with a ton of npcs sounds fun cool i'm in
0: I love it, and then the next two I got for you. Of course, Gears of War is a big question mark. Is it coming out this year? They've is said it is, is. They've said it is, but I think it get pushed. Exactly. We we, we don't quite know, no. but we're all excited for Gears. That oh. trailer back in the from E3 was incredible. How could you not be pumped about this storyline? Mm-hmm. How could you not be pumped about the gameplay? But the two you got to watch out for is Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Yeah. Of course, Ori number two. That's gonna be a fun time. But one for me, Tunic. Now, Tunic is the Zelda-looking game that you play as a fox. Now, this is one of, like, it looks beautiful. Looks like it's going to be a Dark Souls-y, fun Zelda-type gameplay right there. And I think this one will be the one that I gravitate towards more than Below, where I got lost. We talked about it. Below did a great job. Came to my Games Pass. I was able to check it out. But I had no idea what was happening. I'm hoping that Tunic captures me at least guides me a little bit and i hope that tunics the game that i jump into a lot
1: yeah we still haven't got a release date for cyberpunk have we
0: that's not that's on on the list that i looked at those are more xbox specific for you but yeah there's a couple that are on the list of like is that really (laughs) coming out i mean cyberpunk would be absolutely incredible from cd project red that's a big third party game we don't know where that truly is they showed Remember when they showed that giant, like, forty to an hour-long-minute demo? That. that was that incredible. That was so dope. Yeah, um, that was fun.
1: The only one you haven't re-added on here that I probably would want to talk about a little bit would be Control, which is Remedy's new game. Um, mm, in my opinion, guru, right? yeah, in my opinion, Remedy haven't. I have not played a bad Remedy game yet. Um, I know some people think Quantum Break's bad. I personally don't. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so it's, I'm interested. Obviously, it's the new third, the third party, not exclusive for the first time in a while. Um, yeah, I, I, I control looks cool. So I'll be. It looks like an extension of what Quantum Break is without the TV stuff, which I'm like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. Um, let's get into it. So I'm interested in seeing how that plays out. So those are the ones to watch. If you've got anything that uh, we haven't added, Mike,
0: you nothing else, right? No, nothing for me. I mean, those are really the big ones that came to my mind. That's one that we talked about when we first started this segment. When I think of 2019, I'm apprehensive right now. That's the word that I would use. After 2018 being amazing, 2017 being great. Now here I am at 2019, truly not knowing where my xbox platform is going i know that it's going to be all about games pass i know it's all going to be about community and awesome interfaces on the xbox platform itself but i think of games and i say where am i at with games what is going to be that one groundbreaking game that's going to change the platform that's going to change the landscape and truly i don't know that's where i'm at right now what am i getting that's going to make me look at my friends and be like oh man you got to have this Xbox console this right now, and right now I just don't have that. I think we're definitely at the end of the generation. It, it, it's the end of the
1: generation. 2019 is one where we're going to play some great third-party games, some bad third-party games, uh, some great exclusives from Xbox with Crackdown, Ori, um, and Gears, hopefully, and um, But that's about it. We're 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 looking at if we look for the future, obviously Halo Infinite um, and all the new studios. They're all going to be getting ready for launch of the Xbox Two or Scarlet or Anaconda, whatever it is you want to call it. Um, So yeah, I just think we're we're at that end of year, end of year life right now. So enjoy your third parties because we're not going to get much of first party. Uh, Patreon producer this month is your boy Mike Lynch, he's doing well, I spoke to him He was in Twitch chat, so thank you Mike For keeping this show on the air And on the interwebs I appreciate you Mike uh, Games with Gold this month, you have Celeste From January 1st to January 31st WRC6 from January 16th To February 15th, Far Cry 2 From January 16th to January 31st uh, Lara Croft and The Garden of Light from January 1st To January 15th, both of those Last two are backwards compatibility uh let's get into fix this sack this week there's no news at all so literally it was christmas week everyone took the week off apart from me and mike because we gotta work um <laughs> someone's got a hustle out there baby uh so let's get into fix this sack right now uh which is first one here we go what games are you most looking forward to in 2019 we've covered that doesn't have to be exclusive the year starts off crazy an attempt to get more JRPGs onto Xbox, what games do you think they should bring to Xbox? Will 2019 be the year we hear about new hardware, possibility, possibly at E3, or do you think they will show hardware early 2020 from Dan only? So, obviously, we've just been through uh, what we're looking forward to in 2019. So, we'll go on to the next one, which is, uh, in an attempt to get more JRPGs onto Xbox, what do you think they should bring over To bring over, JRPGs are not my forte. The only one that I would really want is Persona. I think that's like the only one that's in my head that I'm like, why don't we have it? It's not an exclusive. Why is it not on Xbox? Um, If we come out of that, I'm guessing Yakuza as well would be another one where I'm like, why? Why are we not? Why have we not got that? So those are the two that spring to mind, though, where I'm like, we're not getting judgment either. Which is annoying? It's like, did we do something to annoy um who is it? Bandai Namco, and whoever runs uh, that's Bandai do Yakuza, right? I can't remember if I they believe do Yakuza. So, yeah. um, did Xbox do something to annoy them? Why? Why are we not getting these games on the system? It just doesn't make sense. It's like, to me, the 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 port in the port in um process. I'm sure it's harder than copy and paste, obviously, because that's like the joke in the industry. But I'm sure it's not as tedious to swap over the the, the, the process to Xbox. And I'm just weird, strange why we won't get it or we've never got it. So I don't know. It's a strange one. Any um, JRPGs for you, Mike? I know that's not your forte uh, either. Y- no, not my
0: forte. We're going to have to call up Amy on this one. Let me... Oh, yeah, that's what you... Okay, yeah, she's informing <laughs> me that this is what we need. No, I have no idea. Cole. I think Fix it well with Persona 5, the Yakuza series. That would be all great and well yeah. for me. There's nothing that jumps out. I think this is going to be a good start with Kingdom Hearts 3 to kind of get the year going, get yeah. people thinking about those kind of games. But I can't tell you what I would love to see. I guess Persona would be an easy yeah. one. Yakuza, I, I think more of like a GTA-type game when we talk about those, like, sleeping dogs and stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't really put that in the JRPG no. category for no, me. No, it but isn't. But you understand no, what you understand where that. I was yeah. going
1: with it. And obviously, not exactly. a traditional JRPG, but games that are Japanese focused that don't come onto Xbox
0: is what I really meant there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but for what I'm saying is like, why isn't that game not here? Yeah. That's more of like a GTA, a Sleeping Dogs, a Grand Theft, or whatever you want to call a Crackdown type game. It's mm-hmm. like. That game seems easy. That doesn't seem like a persona or what I think a typical JRPG would be. That should be on this console platform for sure. I'm guessing they just think the Western audiences are not going to buy it, especially Xbox fans,
1: Um, which to me seems strange because I think I would have probably played that game. That seems like my type of game and I probably would have played it because we have nothing like that on the system yeah i would love
0: to see the numbers of sleeping dogs and how many people played dad and when it came for free on on the gold platform it's like that game did well i know people liked that game that's right up that alley that's in that same kind of setting i could see that coming i don't know why it's not here but yeah i think those would be the only two that i would jump out and say hey this is what i want
1: Fair enough. And will 2019 be the year we hear about new hardware, possibly at E3? Or do you think they'll show it off early in 2020? I'll let you kick this one off, Mike.
0: Uh, you and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast over the past couple of weeks. I've been here. You know I'm in two schools of thought. One, of course, I want us to have a longer life cycle. I feel like I've just had my baby, the Xbox One X. But in true hindsight, it's been here for a while. I would love for them to push it off into 2020. Maybe we compete with Sony on the main stage for our next consoles at E3, or maybe we do an XO event somewhere around the States out where you guys are at in the UK, and we really bring it to a new show. This is only about the new hardware, but truly my dream would be, let's control the media cycle, let's control the narrative in 2019 and come out when PlayStation's not there in E3, and let's blow the doors off this thing with showing the new console. That would be my dream, but of course my hope is like, hey, let's keep pushing this back. Fix said it well of like 2019 is the end of the generation here. We're not going to see many more games. So it might be time to give us something instead of just keep pushing it and pushing it and let us limp out of this generation.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I definitely think they should show it at E3. I think that whatever the Anaconda is, is going to be, it's all going to be spoken about at E3 that way. Like, there is nothing else, no offence to Nintendo or anybody else, Ubisoft and those guys that show enough games. Um, But they will literally not have the comparison between PS5 and Xbox One, which is what killed them last year. The last time they announced, sorry. Um, Which was, they showed their thing, everyone went, "Uh, okay. And then Sony came out and was like, bam, 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 bam. This year, it's literally, even if you announce something bad, they haven't got the comparison of it to go, well they haven't got that because we don't know. And the only other, the only thing that ruins that is if PlayStation come out earlier than E3 and announce the PS5, which I don't think they will. So I think control Twi- control twenty nineteen in the marketing is to control E3 to control E3. You show off what some of these new studios are working on to show off what the the Scarlet or Xbox Two so hard with the wording with this damn thing um, is. And show them what people can play on it at launch. I think that'd be huge. When they come out and they show Halo Infinite, launch game. Fable, launch game. Whatever else, like uh, a new are obviously. Um, that Gears Tactics comes to console that day, launch game. Like, if you launch with those type of games, I mean, you're in a winning state right there. Come on, you've got to remember the X. Ex- I love the Xbox One. Obviously, I loved it. This is my choice. This is where I am. My Xbox and me started because of it. But look at the launch titles we got there. Like, Rise of the Rome, I enjoyed, but not everyone loved it. Um... What else did we get? are obviously. I, I played FIFA. My most game that I played the most of was Peggle. When it first came out, I was like, look at my new console. i got Peggle. Great. I'm happy. I'm really happy. So, um, yeah. I, I do think they announced it at 20, uh, A3 2019 and controlled the market, personally.
0: I'm excited to see what the audience and the community says. So really my mindset, fix it. Well, last time we had the comparisons back and forth about this, what they said, what they didn't say. I didn't see much about the hardware comparisons. It was more like, oh, Sony said this. Well, Microsoft said they're going to be constantly looking at you through the Xbox Connect, And it was more of like, the services is what I saw people compare as opposed to the hardware. So I'm excited when we move into this next console generation, even if Microsoft comes out a year before, are we going to compare actual hardware of like the Xbox one X is running true 4k and the PlayStation four isn't No one Where's cares. that hardware matchup or is everybody of course going to look at each other and be like, well, you know, Xbox has Xbox game Pass, has a great community, has yeah. a great system all around for its online infrastructure. Or are people going to look at it and be like, well, Sony said you can share games. You can't share games over there, this and that. I want to know what people are going to be talking about. That's what makes me most excited because you already know I'm getting the Xbox. That's where I'm going. I'm going to, of course, get the PlayStation on the backside because I'm that kind of gamer. Uh-huh, but I like hearing the two sides talking and seeing what everybody's truly comparing because I never see people compare hardware stats. It's usually services wow. is what everybody gets. Upon. that's true
1: i agree with you but the problem we had when the xbox one launched obviously was that well the playstation you can share games and they get what you're saying that's not hardware but it still comes in it's still the box that you're getting so it's a hard it's messaging but they have none of that this year that's what i'm saying it's like they need everybody out there front and center taking interviews with everyone from your grandma to your granddad like literally because they need to win over everybody PlayStation is, I think the numbers came out, the play, Xbox is at 40 million the other day, or just over. Um, and PlayStation's at 80. 80 more. I think it's 100 now, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it's still at three to one. Like, you need to get out there, and Phil Spencer does a great job of it, but even more so. They need Aaron Greenberg. They need Phil Spencer. They need um, oh, Mike Ibarra, They need everybody that is a somebody out there talking to gamers, interviews, speeches the lot of it to go this is why you should have this and our launch line up is this and that's what they need to bury on people launch 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 and we already have 14 studios so imagine what they're working on that these launch titles aren't bang 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 marketing the grand swell the man share everything xbox
0: and all all that would be so successful if you were a year ahead of PlayStation in the media cycle. I think
1: so. Or, but then there's a flip side of that argument. The
0: flip side is you come
1: out a year early and say it happens. And then everyone forgets about your consoles coming because it's not launching until who knows when.
0: So it's a hard they one. They come out at E3 this year and they show the hardware. This hardware will drop in June. spring Twenty twenty. No, so, no. June is summer. No, You're yeah, but I'm saying it- when's when's E3? So E3 June. E3 is in June. So then we're gonna give you six months through the holidays, and we're gonna come out with the console January, February, March window guaranteed. If they announce it at this E3, they're gonna come out right away with this.
1: So six. That's a yeah. I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see we'll it happening. You're out. right,
0: but we will. You we can't certainly do, will. You just can't do two E3s with the with the hardware. That's no, too long no, of a wait time because no. then it becomes like 18 months of like we announced it now at 2019. Then you will see it again in 2020. Then you get it either holiday of 2020 or, you know, February, that mm-hmm. quarter one, like I just talked about in 2021. It is you announced now at 2019. It comes out Q1 of 2020 before PlayStation can even hit the stage on 2023 to talk about anything. I agree. I don't disagree with you. I definitely don't disagree with you. What is the
1: selling point? I know we went over this last year. I think I've now thought about it a little bit more. 4K
0: 60 frames is the selling point for both new consoles, right? Yeah, that would be the... That's that's what we want, you know what I mean? I don't know what the difference will be with this, you know, Lockhart and the Anaconda. We know if yeah. it's the price difference yeah, and yeah. kind of the barrier to entries, what it's going to be like. But a lot of it's going to come down to... This new streaming service, is anybody pushing streaming? It's going to be the services. It's not going to be the hardware. We all know that they're going to push the limits on this thing. That's what we expect from them. I think the messaging, like you talked about before, is the services. Mm -hmm. What are you selling me that's going to put your console on a different level than that console? That's what's going to happen here. And streaming service it's going to be talking about games pass it's going to be talking about the online infrastructure maybe boosting xbox games with gold to another level i mean it's already great as it is but these are the things like you look at the services that they provide you and you say okay how do we elevate this to really get you to come buy into this yeah
1: no yeah you're not wrong
0: i hear you i hear you
1: next email hi MC Fixer and snow buyer mike hope you both had a good christmas Demos on consoles and next-gen Xbox. As much as I'm all for demos on Xbox, except to try a game before buying them, uh, I'm never going to try a Resident Evil remake demo. Horror slash jump scares is not a genre of media, I just don't enjoy it. So it's never going to happen, sorry. I wonder if, if the cheaper... Uh, Cheaper of the two new rumored Xbox consoles might be a rework or cheaper to make or a cheaper make uh, of the Xbox One X, in the same way there is a cheaper make to the OG Xbox, in like the Slim. I assume by the time Xbox Two comes out, the tech in the Xbox One X will be cheaper and easier to manufacture. And, as you said, beyond doing a 4K 60fps, what more is the new console going to be able to do over the next? As that's a really good, I'll get to that. Uh, as to the next gen, currently my plan is I'm not, uh, I'm just not intending to get an Xbox 2. Microsoft has basically said all its first-party games are going to be on PC, and I'm getting the itch to build a game, a gaming rig again. So I see no need to get an Xbox 2. And that makes me a bit sad, but the lack of reasons recently to use my current X has made it my third most used console behind Switch and PS4. And I suspect by the end of the year, I will put more hours into on my Wii U than my Xbox. At the moment, it's only about 10 hours down, and the game I'm playing, I'm nowhere near the end of. From Jonathan Steed. Or Stead. Always say that wrong. Um... You made a really good point on this whole second console, uh, which I hadn't thought of, which is maybe it is a the Xbox One X is already slimmer than the Xbox One S, just so everyone's aware. More heavier, but slimmer. Um, But I never really thought of it like that, of a reworked X that is less in power than obviously its new console. So it's going to be marketed as the Anaconda 2, whatever we're getting, we're getting weird names, the Anaconda 2, but it's actually just an Xbox One X with probably cheaper parts in it. It's a really good point. It's actually something I never thought of. It's a really, really good point. What would you think of that?
0: Man, that's an interesting one. You know, he did a great job with the email trying to, you know, expand the conversation and think about that. I don't know... You know, maybe on the same power level, it's close to it. I have to imagine it being a little bit more powerful than the X currently is because we're pushing that next generation. Of course, it's got to play these new games. What we talk about with cross-play, these cross-platforms, we think that there's still going to be games coming to the X and the S and the original Xbox One family a couple years into this early cycle. But I think, man, it's tough to say. You might have hit it on the head because it is going to be that cheaper one where it could be a rework of it yeah but in my mind it has to be a little more powerful they have to somehow sell you on if you jump up to the xbox 2 we'll call it the lockhart edition is more powerful than the x but of course it's not your jaguar your bmw high performance model of the anaconda it has to be better or there's no reason to put it out there in my mind you know what i mean you can't come out here and be like well it's a rework of the X. It's No, I don't think they the would say that. I don't X. think they
1: would say that. I generally don't think they would say that. I think what it would be is it stops it stops people like me and you who have bought an X getting annoyed because there'll be there'll be some sort of trading system where it's like if you want the lock car, you trade in your X and you can get that, which is like a probably a, probably about a hundred dollars, I would have assumed, yeah? So like, alright, cool. Boom, 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 you do that and they're not going to say it's just an x they're going to say it plays next gen console games but the x mm. won't be able to so that's the feature so the rework parts and all that we don't we're just cuz we're in we're in it but the everyday person doesn't even care about the x right now they care about the s so it's getting them to upgrade from an s to an x really and then they can buy new hardware games as well where the x won't then be backwards compatible or forwards compatible i guess would be the right terminology Going forward, is that like I say?
0: I think that's a master plan, if I'm honest with you. He, here's one for you to think about Are we too far away from a streaming only box? Yes, could this box be streaming only? Could be no disk drive in it, it's download only, it's streaming <coughs> only. That's where they're saving the money. They're still giving you a high-power console, Mm -hmm. but they're taking out the features that would cost maybe a little bit extra money, maybe deterring you from buying hard-disk games and saying, hey, this is going to be your streaming-only box. This is what we're going to try to push this generation. And, you know, you can download games. You can own games still. But we're going to try something different. Could that be an option here? So I think that makes more sense. I mean, that is the smarter way to go about it. But I
1: think that's a PR, nightmare. not I really do, because I think if you're some, if you have a loud, a loud mouth, and you're, you're, and that's what this is, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth, and you're someone that's like, I bought my son the new Xbox, and it do not bloody work. He's always complaining about buffer. He's always complaining about lag. He's always, and I know those are not the words the parents are going to use. He's always saying it doesn't work. That's what it's going to be like. That's the conversation it's going to be. It doesn't work. For someone like me and you or someone who does have good internet, maybe that is a good idea. Maybe that is a smarter idea. To me, that's even better. I'm buying that for Haley. Cool. She plays games every now and then. She doesn't even care about frame rates. She doesn't care about all this stuff. Cool. That's the perfect console for you. But for me, I still need the big boy. So yeah, but that's that's a it's
0: a very good point, Mike. It's a very good. point. I agree with you, Fix. We're not quite there no. as a you know the whole industry, world, world say yeah. with inter- yeah industry with the internet and all that. But truly, it takes those strides. It takes that courage to say, "Hey, we're doing this. We're planting our foot, and it's time to change the industry for things to finally start to change." How far are we away from that? I don't quite know, but we are definitely getting there. You got to think right now. I'm downloading all my games onto my Xbox One X. My internet is strong enough to download these 40 to 80 gig plus Mm -hmm. video games. We download them, we play them. We're streaming Netflix everywhere. People are streaming Netflix, Hulu. They're not even thinking about it. So when it comes to video games in this industry, it might be time to start changing the messaging and it might be time to put it out there so I think this is a logical, impossible explanation. Oh, 100%. Yes, it's going to be a PR nightmare. It's going to be tough. People are going to bash you. But four years from now, when everybody's doing it, we're going to Your look back just cuff. like we with this console of like, yeah. hey, these guys did a great job. You know, they might have said there's no game sharing, but truly what they meant to say is, hey, I'm going to hook up with Fix over there, and you're going to game share with Fix. Every game Fix buys, you're going to get. Every game you buy, Fix is going to get. That's our, ter- our interpretation of game sharing on the Xbox One. We just set it incorrectly, you yeah. know? And so this could be that moment, and especially with a, a, you know, a slimmer, cheaper version that still has the power, take out the disk drive, make it download only, let's push the streaming, this might be the moment.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right, I think that makes more sense. But I hope it's not true. Um, next one. Uh, it says, hello, Fix, Amy, and Snowball Mag. Amy's still not with us. Shared to work today, unfortunately. Where... Is Borderlands 3? Will we see it this generation? What are your guys' thoughts on this? Hope you had a great Christmas. Did you get any good gifts from Matt? Gamer Tag, Lil Smitty, L I L Space, S M-I-Y. Um, where is Borderlands 3, Mike? Where is it? Where is it? We know they're working on it. Where is it? <laughs>
0: Uh, far away from now i think Ooh. it's on the next generation of console in my mind okay there's too many games that are very similar to the borderlands landscape right now coming to your console here soon that it would not be the right moment in my mind to come up and compete with some of these games and have them take a piece of your pie we're gonna sit back we're gonna relax we're gonna wait we're gonna continue to build we just gave you borderlands one or two, 2 on, on PSVR. Use that, abuse that for a little bit. That buys us another, that buys us six months. That six buys us months? I mean, a I know year? it's big, but truly, it, we got time. We got to take our time because right now you have Fallout coming out. You have that other game coming. You have, not far Fallout, but uh, Far Cry coming yeah. out. There's another game, Rage 2, coming out. All of these are way too similar to Borderlands. That there's no way that I could look at everybody in the studio and be like, you know what we should do? Here's our big piece of the pie that we were going to get. Let's let these two people that, yes, they're going to take smaller pieces, but they're going to take a piece of our pie. We're not coming out right now. So, my guy, I'm thinking you got two years, at least a guaranteed (sighs) full cycle year starting on the first of the year right now for me.
1: Mike Gatorade's Hype, kill...
0: I'm killing God! it. God, how dare E3, you? E3, 2019, you don't get it until spring oh 2020. Here it is. That's one year from now. I think you're right. Write it down. I... Write this down. Okay. We're good. Where's my white? I ain't got a whiteboard no more.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> let me write it on my new picture. Um, you're not wrong. Everything you said is right, I guess. I think maybe Borderlands could clean up as a launch title game. One of those third-party per- third launch title games. Where it's like, Xbox get the marketing behind it, and like, Borderlands back, baby! And then the four-player co-op aspect, which then drives sales because people are like, You need to get Xbox One X, I need someone to play it with! Or Xbox Two, I should say. I need someone to play it with, go get in there, go, go, go! So, I actually like that idea of a launch title. I think you could be right, though, Mike. I definitely think there's not that many co-op shooters at the moment. That's that's true. There's not. There's not. So I get what you mean by those games like it, but there's not a that's Not yet, anyway. Um but yeah, I think you could be right. I think yours is more on the head than mine, which is hit see it at this year's E three and we get it in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, even if we see it at E three and they give you a fall to winter release title, that's still pretty much a year from now. Mm-hmm. Like this is not coming out oh, yeah. this spring. It's not being released out of out of the blue. No. This is gonna be a long time from now. If they haven't Announced it yet, they haven't shown much about it We know they're doing it, but it's like Where is it? It's it's far away It's far away, that's all you need to know It's far away <laughs> It's not close Cool uh, I do want to say something really quick about Jonathan uh, About your question About kind of putting that Xbox on the back burner And maybe going to play st- Or PC, where a lot of these games Are going to be coming from the first yeah, party yeah. Guess what, you know, that stinks that you're going to put away Your Xbox, and I, I love Obviously. the Xbox And that's fine, but if I was a Microsoft guy I would still be smiling. Guess what? You're still buying my software. You're buying my games on that PC platform. That's what we always stressed in the Microsoft world. It's not just Xbox. It's everything. We got PC. We got console. You can play it anywhere. You can buy it anywhere. And it's going to work on both systems. So even if you put away your Xbox and you think, man, that's becoming nothing to me, you're still playing that Microsoft brand. You're still over there on the PC playing our games people are still happy about that always remember that
1: funny enough I, I totally missed that part of the question so thank you for getting back um it's interesting that you say that it's your third most used console and you own next. where i'm like so where are you playing your third party games because are you really playing them on switch because why on earth did you buy an x that then and you're not playing them on the, the on the og ps4 either, right because you'd probably want to buy a Pro. So I'm really interested to know where you're playing your third-party games. Maybe you are playing on the Switch and you didn't care about frame rates and stuff, but if then you're going to buy a PC, I don't know. I'm a bit confused of that. But if your Wii U getting more used than your Xbox, Jesus Christ, bring that Wii U. What are you doing? <laughs> Jeez um but yeah no i i get it. it makes sense um next email how much time we got we're doing we're doing all right we're doing all right yeah, okay. about 10 15 yeah. 20 minutes we'll get through this yes. real quick uh, hey guys i hope all is well uh well in your worlds uh, are we in different worlds no one told me uh as Fix said there is no news this week so i thought i would drop a quick email Battle Royales seems to be the in-genre for 2018, with PUBG, Fortnite, and Call of Duty Blackout mode to uh, name-drop a few. My question is, do you think Battle Royale will continue the momentum in 2019, or do you think the mainstream hype will fade? Also, what games, either past, present, or future, do you think would benefit from having battle royale within them? Ooh, I would also like to th- uh, extend thanks to Fix and the community. I've in- I genuinely enjoyed watching the streams, speaking with people either on Facebook community or on streams, and having the opportunity to take uh, to take a time. Sorry, takes time apart, and I wish everyone a, a good things for 2019. Sorry, I butchered that. Uh, quote, may the best uh, best of your parts of the worst of your future. May the best of your parts be the worst of your future. End quote. Interesting. Where's that from? I don't know. Is that Star Wars I know, thing? but that's a nice That's quote. got to be a that's Star a Wars quote. thing, right? Quick quote. Fucking nerd. Uh, all the best. Cheers, Eldozo. Eldozo, you have been fantastic, dude, so thank you for being here. Um... Is Battle Royale the fad? Will it be? I think it's the mode. I generally think now, if you're putting out a multiplayer... This is why Battlefield right now is... No one's even thinking about it. If you're putting out a shooter in the next 6 to 12 months, I think your game needs Battle Royale. Because right now, I don't think it's it's... Nothing is going to be the PUBG's when we're talking about it, or the Fortnite's, or even the Blackouts. I don't think anything will ever be that. But if you do... It's a mode that seems easy enough. Call of Duty has proved it, in a way. Where it seems easy enough to make one map. Yes, it's a dynamic map and stuff like that. But you make one map with the same gameplay, and you sort of just make loot everywhere. Which... Don't get me wrong, way easier coming from my math than actually doing. But it's a mode where people it keeps your game alive for a lot longer than it's hard for those games that we're talking about. But Battlefield, for instance, I think I'd still be playing I'd actually play Battlefield if it had Battle Royale. So that imagine that applying to I don't know any shooters right now, but name a shooter and it doesn't have that mode. It's just it gets new people in because they want to see what um, what's going on, really? So, yeah, I don't know it's a hard one. What do you think?
0: Fix said it well. Battle royales are not done. We have a long time with battle royales, and I think Fix said it really well. Of it's a game mode now that will be attached to many other games. When you really look at it, Fix, I mean, what I think about it is we're not done with the hype. In March or February, we're gonna get Battlefield Fives. Battle Royale, and people are going to get back up on the hype. Oh, my God, this is the new Battle yep. Royale mode. Here's Battle Royale, the Ring of Fire. We're playing that, and that's going to get us into the summer. Fortnite, PUBG, Call of Duty is still going to be there, and we're going to see the next E3 cycle of games being announced, whether they be only Battle Royale or they're going to have the Battle Royale subgenre inside of it as that game mode, like Fix said. I think Call of Duty showed you that this is for real. You know what I mean? Call of Duty, a huge title took a chance and they said we're gonna jump in we're gonna compete with PUBG and fortnite and they crushed it they killed it they changed the landscape and guess what now everybody's gonna see that and they're gonna say you know what we're doing that now and we're gonna continue this fad and keep it going because everybody wants it now with fix like i keep saying that game mode it's very tough i think we're gonna see games at e3 announce hey we're battle royale only if you don't have a killer battle royale you're you're dead in the water This is a game mode attached to something that people already know, that people believe in, that is a tried-and-true formula. I don't think you can come in right now and be only a battle royale. I think you'd be dead in the water if you did that. You have to be something big. What comes to my mind? Titanfall 3. Titanfall should probably be battle royale. Halo could have a battle royale. It's not its true one, but it's a game mode that would help elevate that game and have more publicity and talk about it. Because we're going to see it right now. Battlefield 5 didn't come out with it, but it was announced with it. People were, oh man, Battlefield 5, Battlefield 5 didn't come out. Now here we are. We're kind of lulling. People play it, but they're not enthused about it. People yeah. are yelling from the rooftops about it. But I bet you come March, people are going to be nonstop in your ear talking about it if it's either good, bad, or ugly. ugly. And there we go. And there's the hype. And so I think we're far away from Battle royales not being in the the media, not being the hot new thing right now, but Fix said it well. It's got to be a game mode on something that we know. If you come out with a Realm Royale, you come out with whatever game you want to call it, Elysium, In the Depths, whatever game that is that's just Battle Royale, you better have something stellar because you're going to get knocked right out of the water because there's already too too many big dogs in this market for you think you're going to make it in there. But if you're a big dog from a different game genre, Battlefront 2 with EA with the Star Wars license, I don't know. I'm just giving you. you you're putting stuff that, out that there, have I big got names. In, yeah. That you put the game mode <clears> in, at least you protect it, right? You're not putting all your eggs in one basket, saying, "Hey, we're gonna just let our shooter go out there and die in the battle royale world." It's like, "Hey, we're Titanfall 3. You love Titanfall. You love the multiplayer. You liked the story. Well, guess what? We're adding, we're battle, adding the battle, battle royale." Yeah, battle oh around, my sorry. god! Are you kidding me? Oh, hey, guess what? We're Battlefront 3. You like Star Wars, don't you? I know you've been kind of tempted on our games before, good or bad or ugly, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We added game we added this game mode. Oh my god, Star Wars Battle Royale. I'm freaking out, you know? So that's what you have to do in this situation. Yep. But, you said it perfectly. I try. I try. I, I mean, try. You
1: did, you. you did. Like I can't I wish I could argue with you. It makes for a more fun podcast, but if you're right, you're right, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Um next one what's up fix snowbite mike uh amy haley I'm not sure who I'm writing this to uh who's going to be there uh, with you so I write this just wanted to drop a line and say a sincere thanks for everything you and everyone involved with uh the show has done this year I forget that Haley's been on the show uh you guys made some big strides and I'm proud to finally be able to contribute by the way of patron support thank you from me thank you I hope 2019 brings you all incredible success and, of course, will continue my support because this is a true gem of a show. So thanks for everything. As far as a question, I'm no reporter, so I always seem to have a really immature question when I do write in to the shows. That being said, if you had to choose one game world to live in with everything that comes with that world, what would it be? I think I would choose to be choose to live in the world of the witcher, butts, boobs, and beasts. I could handle that again. thanks for everything, and I can't wait to see what brings you in 2019. your boy. Ian. Ian, thank you number one for becoming a patron supporter, I know a ton of people that are on the fence, 2019 is the year to do it guys, 2019 is my last year of doing this full time, my last year of trying to make it, I'm becoming old, I'm 26, I'm going to be 27, I'm sick of Haley making more money than me, and me not being able to feed myself sometimes, 2019 is my last year, if this is the year you're on the fence, go and support your boy, I appreciate you um, for your question, Oh, the Witch is a really good one. Butts, boobs, and beasts. I'm, I like that. I like that. Um, no, I can't do that. Can't no? Do it, you couldn't
0: do it? I can't do it, fix. I can't go medieval. I can't go medieval on okay. that. You know what I mean? of You might be starving underneath a bridge. You might be a bridge troll. You might be dying out there. I can't do that. <laughs> can't do I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going out there. I'm going with cyberpunk. 2077. We're out there in the future. future. There's flying cars. There's robotic arms. Seems like everybody's having a great time out there in the future. So if I get to choose anywhere I'm going, I'm going to the future and I'm going to live well with my robotic arms, my robotic leg, and I'm going to hope that I'm doing well out there. Can't go medieval because a dragon might eat you in the middle of the road. And then Mike gets hacked and his arm falls off and he's he's lost both his arms and he's like,
1: what? Take me back to the Witcher world. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, if I had to pick one world, I'd, uh, I always go zombies. I love I love zombies. I love zombies and I really would like to kill a zombie, like I generally would, but I need it always to end with me surviving. Like I need, I always like la- I'd love the Walking Dead world. i have to be the person that survives till the end all right and then i want because you know the the funny thing is yeah mike the funny thing is, i love these survival games right I love them. I'm like, oh, we're going to grow the food and we're going to build this world. And we're going to, you know, put me in the real world in that. Fucking hell, it's hard work to put this corn down. Fucking hell, it's hard to do this. I've, you mean I've actually got, a, this ain't like a video game. So I need it to still be like a video game though, right? When I'm crafting my arrows, I just sort of think about it and it happens. I don't want to sit there and actually craft the arrow. That's too much hard work. I Ain't got, t- ain't nobody got time for that. Like, so if, if it's still like a video game. Or oh, are you saying I'm going in and like I actually have to do with this stuff? If so, just put me in Minecraft. I'd
0: rather just be with blocks. Minecraft like, yes. There's a dragon in that though. Yeah, imagine Fix in the undead zombie world. He's got to kill a zombie. They got one can of beans between ten survivors. they don't like beans. Everybody's so good. Like, Who's going to eat this cat food right now to survive? And Fix is out there like, I'm just trying to kill a zombie with a screwdriver, y'all. I'm trying to survive. <laughs> Look,
1: my, look, I'd be skinny in a matter of minutes because I'd, like, I'd be like, yo, I've got to lose weight. These zombies are on my ass every day, boy. Time to get that six-pack finally fixed. No, it's not because no. of starvation. It's because you'd be working out in the gym. The gym also being um, actually having to do something other than a stream. But that doesn't matter, right? right? Don't talk about that. So, yeah, Walking You're Dead in the World, bed. that's for me. That's for me. Actually, let's just go Resident Evil World because it's sort of always in Raccoon City. So we'll just escape Raccoon City and then we won't ever go back and we'll be all right. You know, there you go. That's a good idea. You're welcome. But then there's Auroboros. We're getting too deep into this. Thank you all for watching.
0: Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Mike, what do you got to plug this week? What's going on, everybody? I have nothing to plug, but I do want to say happy holidays. Great job this year in 2018. Whether it be bad, good, or ugly in between, just know this. 2019 is a blank slate. Just like Fix said, go out there in 2019, achieve your dreams, Mm -hmm. set goals, and go out there and achieve them. You can do anything you put your mindset to support the people you love. Go out yes. there, support fix on his page. No, go drop that. Like drop that retweet. I know it's tough. Sometimes you say to yourself, why would I retweet this? Yeah. Why would I let it go on my timeline? Mm-hmm. I can just drop a like, Hey, get over that right now. Because guess what? A community starts with you going out there and supporting others, putting your voice out there, having conversations with people. So please get out there, support others, support yourself, and have a great 2019.
1: I couldn't say it better again. Jesus, you're doing real well today, aren't you? <laughs> I guess I'm awake now. I mean, geez, you woke up. We need to start this show an hour later. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. Um, no, seriously, Mike, echo everything Mike just said. Supporting others is the main thing. Um, that's someone everyone always asks for my advice it's always how do I do what you do how do I do them I'm like everything that I I want from people I've done for people whether that's dropping donations retweeting people putting people on the podcast um showing them how to do things everything that I've ever wanted I've done for somebody else and that's something that people forget a lot it's like. Why would Mike, because Mike has donated to me, Mike has uh, subscribed to me, Patreon support. He knows when it when it comes backwards, I'm going to do the same because I'm trying to put him on. I'm trying to do my best to help out. And that's what people always seem to forget. It's like they want to take, 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 but don't want to give good out there. A retweet matters, like Mike said, a like matters, uh, <laughs> dropping a comment on something just so that person knows you watched it. Because otherwise, you're just a number. And this is what I always say about YouTube content. If you're watching my content, Mike's content, this video, whatever it is, drop a comment on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud. doesn't matter if you're even repeating yourself. It just know, we That way, we know you're there. We know you're not just a number ticker uh, out in this country because we get our analytics, but we know who it is. We get to know you on a personal level, and we build from that. Uh, For me, I'll be doing my New Year stream tonight. Uh, If you're around, come check it out. Obviously, like I said before, the big one's Patreon. Patreon.com slash MZFixer. This time of year is always hard for people. I always lose like 10 10 supporters, 5 to 10 supporters every year around Christmas. Totally understand it. When you're back on your feet and you can afford it, come back to me. I'd appreciate it. Until then, Mike, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Have a great New Year, everybody. Goodbyes.